Jen's auntie handed you a piece of paper with Jen's parents' address on it. She couldn't leave her work, so you had to go alone. According to the address she gave you, it wasn't quite far, so you decided to park your car by the store and take a walk. You felt weirdly excited knowing that you were at Jen, also known as Kim's of Jen's hometown. It just made your heart pound and your lips automatically curve into a pleasant smile. It felt as if you were traveling or even honeymooning alone. You followed the directions Jen's auntie wrote for you, finding Jen Street left and right. Finally arrived at the correct house, you had to take a deep breath before you entered the house, and after your preparation, you rang the doorbell nervously. A middle-aged man with gray hair appeared by the door. He looked quite friendly by the way how he grinned. Hello, how can I help you? Who are you looking for? He asked carefully and cheerfully. Hello, is this the Kim family? His smile widened. Yes, who you are looking for? He took his hand and shook it with a small anxious smile. I'd like to speak to you and Mrs. Kim, please. I'm Jin's lawyer. His smile didn't fade at all. Well, Jin's not home. He'll never be back, so I guess you've got to go. You thought he was friendly, but when he heard about Jin, that smile just turned into sarcasm. Like the previous people you visited, he was just about to close the door and you held it back. You need to listen, please, Jin's father, you said, clutching the door as if it was precious. He didn't say anything, but he kept pulling the door back, attempting to shut the door closed from this stubborn young lady. As if using all his strength, he was close to shutting the door, and that's when you slide your head and foot into the gap. Please listen to me. I swear that I come in peace. You whined in pain. Jin better pay for all these injuries. He stopped pulling and you took the chance to step into his house immediately. Despite that your hair was messy and your clothes were probably wrinkly, you still managed to put that bag and you put that big bright smile on your face. <sighs> what do you want? He asked with frustration. His jolly smile already disappeared when you and him were in that door fight. If you break my door, I'd sue you, he said. Yes, and I'd be willing to pay for any damages, but the thing that I need to speak to you is very important. You brushed your hair with your fingers. How did you find her? He asked. Now he was a completely different person from the man that opened the door for you. Your wife's sister, Jin's auntie, Mrs. Kim brought me here, explained. I think this is fate that I meet her and she brings me to here, meet Jin's family. While you were telling the grumpy Mr. Kim of how lucky you think you were, a woman appeared from behind. She was also a middle-aged, short and white-skinned woman with black hair that she tied into a bun. She must be Mrs. Kim. Mrs. Kim rubbed her eyes wearily. You woke me up from my sleep, she appointed. Mr. Kim was in shock when he heard the silky voice of hers. I'm sorry, this won't happen again, I promise, he told her truthfully. He wanted to laugh so badly how Mr. Kim was so afraid of his wife and how Jin inherits his sleeping habits from his mother. Mrs. Kim has the same shiny eyes as Jin, extremely attracting and breathtaking. She could literally hypnotize him into a trance. Hi, I'm Park Miley, Mrs. Kim, he said. She smirked at you mysteriously, not even bothering asking why you were here. Miley, why don't you join us for tea? A little time skip.
You sat on the mattress nervously, watching how Mr. Kim pulled faces at you. Mrs. Kim caught him doing it once. She glared at him, and he immediately turned unpleasant face into a smiley face. Mrs. Kim poured some tea into your cup. You took a sip of whatever it was, and if there wasn't four pair of eyes staring at you, you would have spat the whole thing out. It was bitter as fuck. You gulped down every drop of that nasty liquid while managing to smile at them. Eventually, you finished the whole cup while they looked at you with surprise. Mrs. Kim suddenly burst into laughter. It's ginseng tea, my dear. I love how the kid just swallows everything. Did you see her face? She asked Mr. Kim while laughing hysterically. Yup. Jin definitely inherited the R game idea from his mother. After she finally stopped laughing, that was just to see if you're here to speak to us truthfully. Just to see if you're one of those rotten reporters. You know, test you always works. It was a test. You laughed angrily, hiding your furious emotions. Now, tell me why you're here. Why would you want to defend an asshole like Kim Sok Jin? Mrs. Kim said while sipping her tea calmly. He told her all the stories and asked him to attend the court session that will be held in two days' time, but instead they questioned you like two wise owls. Yeah, my wife is right, Mr. Kim said. No one could possibly stand that attitude of his. He's lazy and he's mean. He'd get angry with you if you wake him up. He barely smiles and he's just a complete asshole. Mrs. Kim added while Mr. Kim nodded his head in agreement. He couldn't believe that his parents would speak bad of him. So he explained to them of what a great person he was and the days you have spent with him in the cave. That's how you see he was a perfectly nice guy. It's just he doesn't show it. Mrs. Kim rose her eyebrows in suspicion. So you've been with him in a cave, alone, for about a couple of days. You could feel your cheeks burning like hot water. We didn't do anything. I swear. Mrs. Kim laughed at you, tricking you again. I was only joking, dear. Your face was flushed red as you took a sip of the water Mr. Kim poured for you after the ginseng tea. So, are you willing to help? You pulled your shirt nervously. No. Mrs. Kim said coldly. What? But ma'am, he's your son. If... If I was his mother, I'd be proud of him. You protested, feeling your eyes watering. You could feel your inner side crying from all that stress. Please. Oh, Miley. You should know by now that I love tricking people. I was joking. I'd be there. Don't worry. Mrs. Kim assured you when she saw your upset face. A smile formed on your disappointed face. You cried with joy. After some chit-chatting and exchanging contact details, you left their house. Mrs. Kim's point of view. There's definitely something between Jin and Miley, Mrs. Kim said confidently with a smirk. Mr. Kim, on the other hand, was stuffing his face with some dessert laid on the table. How so? The spark in her eyes, how she praises and admires him. It's very cute, Mrs. Kim explained. Mr. Kim stopped eating. Look, we have to face it. I don't think there will be a good ending for Jin. You'll have to prepare for something bad. I know that, she replied, couldn't hide the sorrow in her gleamy eyes. 
I've prepared the day since we found Uni in the bathtub. Mr. Kim rubbed his hand on her back, trying to comfort his wife. We don't know. Jin might be sentenced to death too. Poor child that, Miley. Mrs. Kim said, she's in love. But I'll treat her like my child. A child-in-law? She said with excitement. I like her. Miley's point of view. He stopped by the convenience store to thank Jin's aunt once more. Soon you were back on the road going home. While driving, you sorted out your feelings. You knew why you would feel so empty and sad without Jen. You could face your feelings finally. And yes, you love him. So much that you wanted to marry him. It didn't matter even if he knew that he'd probably be spending the rest of his life in prison. It all just didn't matter. The problem was you couldn't find Jen. The last time you saw him was when he jumped out of your car. He never bothered visiting you, then you felt extremely anxious. What if he doesn't actually have any feelings in you? What if he doesn't make it for a court session? You ran your fingers through your hair and decided to concentrate on driving. Time skipped. You were parking your car in the parking lot and got out of the car wearily. All this driving made you very tired. You went to the entrance of the apartment and before you head in, you saw a black-haired man walking away from the building. That must be Jin. He must have visited. Without calling, you jogged to him and grabbed his wrist. He turned his head back and there he saw the handsome face of Jin's. Without saying anything as actions too much than words, he wrapped your arms round over his shoulders, dominating him like a bear. You hugged him tightly as long as you could, inhaling his comforting body scent. Jin? You shouted happily, careful not to say his real name. He looked at his speechless face and before he got to say anything, he said, Let's get married. He pulled a straight face. What are you talking about, Miley? I don't care if you don't love me, but I'm your lawyer, even if you didn't hire me to be one. But I'll be attending your case and I'll fight for you. So just marry me, he said. He furrowed his eyebrows. What are you actually doing, Miley? Just let me love you, Jin. Let's get married, please, you said, hugging him again. He pushed you off of him. Marriage isn't a game, Miley. Court and law also isn't. You looked at him hurt. I've got all the people you've helped and your parents. I just want to do this for you because you're a great person. Well, I don't need it, Miley, he said harshly. He suddenly didn't know what to say. I don't care. I'll still be there for you, defense, and it's fine if you don't want to marry me, he said embarrassingly. You thought he would laugh, but he stared at you icily and he started walking away. His stare told you not to follow him. You watched him walk away and all you could do was cry ugly.